Welcome to the Find Your Voice, Change Your Life podcast with psychologist Dr. Doreen Downing. Listen in as Doreen interviews people who felt they didn't have a voice or who suffered extreme speaking anxiety. You'll hear stories about how they struggled to speak up, what they did to find their authentic voice, and the confidence they now feel to speak up and make an impact. If you want to get started right away to find your voice, download Doreen's free 7-step guide to fearless speaking at Doreen7steps.com. And now, here is Doreen. Hi, this is Dr. Doreen Downing, and I'm with the Find Your Voice, Change Your Life podcast. And every week I get to interview somebody who has a story. It's a story about how either they had a voice and lost it, or they never had it in the first place and they found it. So it depends on who we get to listen to what the story turns out to be. So stay tuned today. But before I introduce Gary Wilkin, I'd like to say thank you to everybody who's gone to Apple Podcast and done a review. I have so many now, close to 20, and I'm excited. And I just learned this week that we have 500 downloads. So that means you guys are listening, and I'm happy that you're here today. Today, we have Gary Wilkin, who is a licensed Ziegler Choose to Win and See You at the Top coach. He specializes in helping seasoned professionals transform their lives from I have to to a life of I want to. Gary combines the life experiences gained in a four-decade career in technology across a wide variety of environments with powerful conversations to help his clients transform their lives one simple choice at a time. Ooh, Gary, that sounds so fascinating. I'm really looking forward to today. Thank you for being here. Well, thank you so much for having me and, and giving me an opportunity to share. So this will be this will be very, very fun. I'm looking forward to it. Yes, that's uh, partly what we do here is to create an environment so that people step in. And it's not about stepping into pain, but it's into sharing perhaps some pain that you've had in the past. But it is, we get to do it together. We get to go on this inner journey. So that's where we like to start is, so you, I, do know that you did have a voice, but you lost it. Can you open up the story about what that was all about for us? Well, the four-decade career in technology, I had to get my calculator out to make sure that's how long it was. And uh, early on, um, things were much different than they are today as far as the computing environment and the types of problems we solve. But even from an early stage, amongst the technical folks, I was the one that they would always send out of the room to go talk to the business users, those evil people that made us do all these crazy things. And um, I was the one that could go and talk to people and then come back and translate that into the technology verbiage that they understood and could help create these solutions. And so Early on, I was the communicator, and that that became my strength of, of being able to talk. Uh, we laughed; it was bilingual. I speak business, and I speak tech, and, and so over the years, uh, that was my strength, and that was my voice because I understood the the power of questions, 
to find out what we really need, the problems we really needed to solve, and and not just what a symptom was or what somebody thought they needed, but to find out what the real issues were, and then come back to my technology team and explain the issues and then go back and forth with them to make sure that they understood Yes, I get that it was not only the power of questions, but the power of listening and knowing what the language is so that you could speak both languages, but you had to listen first. Right. And and we had to spend a lot of time uh, establishing vocabulary um, because in, in large meetings, if we're trying to describe a concept, if we don't come up with a clear definition, we would spend half our meetings going, well, you know, this one thing that looks like this, that we're doing this. Oh, no, that other thing. Yeah, is that what you mean? And and I found that, you know, again, being very clear, establishing a, a common vocabulary just allowed communication to flow even that much better. I would say that thingy is one of my, <laughs> is what, what in my language, uh, oh, yeah, that thingy that goes in the other thingy. <laughs> so I understand that. So uh, what a valuable key role you played for uh, the technology people to be able to come back and also help solve problems that uh, business people needed. So, yes, yeah, so you you had this special King Gary role to play and uh, the messenger that went out in both directions, but something happened. Yeah. And so, so this, this went on and uh, as I matured in my career, um, you know, towards the last few years, there was a slight shift in that I was my, yeah, this sounds weird, but my success harmed me and that I was becoming valuable on a couple of projects that they wouldn't let me off because I had become integral in that. And that may sound conceited, but that's not what it's intended. But I, I became valuable and I was I was held on a couple of projects I needed to say put rather than going off to the the next greatest you know new shiny object. And so uh, I started to feel as I was losing some relevance, my contribution wasn't quite as aligned to the, the corporate mission that I wanted. And I started to feel as if I was losing my voice because my voice was all about the meaning and, and the purpose of the projects and, and the uh, problems we were solving. And so that that started to kind of take its toll. And at one point, and I think it was a snowy November evening in 2018, or no, actually in the morning, and I was going to have to go downtown. It was going to take a couple hours because of the weather. I was looking myself in the mirror and I said, do you really want to do this? You know, not just the, not just the meeting, but keep doing this. I thought for a second, I said, no. And, and then it hit me. So then what? And, and so that began that transition of having a strong voice to having a little bit weaker voice. I don't want to call it massively weaker to now no voice because it wasn't, it wasn't like I didn't have my voice. I didn't have a message. And I think that's, that's the shift you know, that we, we talk about is if you don't have a message, it doesn't make a difference how big your voice is. If you don't have anything to say, you don't have anything to share. And so that was quite a um, tumultuous transition. Um, 
but that was the best part of the transition is, is agreeing that I needed to stop. Every transition has three parts, an ending, a messy middle, and a beginning. Oh, I so, like that. Say that one more time. Okay. Every transition has three parts. And I have to, I have to attribute this to uh, Dr. Bridges uh, in his book, Transitions. It was a great book. Uh, every transition has three parts, an ending, where you have to come to grips with what is actually stopping. Then you have the messy middle, which is the fun part of try this, try this, try this, you know, different things. And then once you settle in on something, then you have the new beginning. And so messy middles can take a long time or a short time. It it just depends. And um, unfortunately, we tend to, as I'll speak for myself, as type A type people, we want that messy middle over. We don't want you know, any uncertainty or doubt or that type of stuff. But I took my time to, to work through that. And um, so I, you know, so like I said, in that November uh, 2018, I said, I'm not going to do this anymore. I started studying and whatever. And we did the numbers. And five months later, uh, we sold our house, bought a house, moved across cross country. And um that intervening time, I don't remember much, and I'm so glad, you know, because selling a house, buying a house, and moving across country is a big deal. But so I've made that transition out of the corporate environment, but I'm still not quote unquote retired. We'll, we'll talk about retired in a minute. But uh, I tried some things that I thought I was would enjoy, and I didn't. And I kept looking at, and then I stepped back and say, from my studies, just, what am I good at? And I stepped back and abstracted, what was I always good at? I was good at asking questions. I was good at listening. I was good at understanding how to find out the um, um, the real issues. And uh, in the generic term, I was a coach. And so I started to figure out what does that look like for me and how can I serve people with that? And I started to you know, read about that and do some different things. Um, but it wasn't until I, uh, I started to build out my focus on helping people retire, like I did. Okay, I'm going to leave corporate. I'm going to do something else. Here we go. And but I realized that we don't retire anymore. Mm, yes. uh, you know, and you know, you know, uh, it's not like my dad. He worked for the phone company for 37 years. He got his gold watch and he went home. And we don't do that anymore. And and so I started to reframe that. Uh, but the same, the, all the whole time, my whole theme was understand what you want to do, understand what tools you have, and then how um, can you make it happen? What, how do you, how do you uh, impact change? Well, I started to work that, but then I found the, uh, the Ziggler coaching system. I've been a fan of Zig Ziggler for decades and, uh, and worked in with that. And they're all about the very same things. Understand your why and why are you doing things? And that opens up your what and your how. And so I started looking at that and saying, why am I here? What, what, what was I looking for? And my career has shifted into early days as I want to do this, I want to do this, I want to do this. And it's slowly, ever so slowly shifted to, I have to do this, I have to do this. And, it, you know, I'm sure there's many folks out there that listen to this that we're still working or because I have to do it because I need medical coverage or I have to do it because I need this, whatever. And I found that we can move from, 
I have to, do I want to, we can stay in place. We can go someplace else, whatever. But we, we, it's, it's a mindset shift uh, that allows us to, to reframe where we are and what we're doing to, to take those I have tos, reframe them or change the environment and turn it more into a life of I want to. And, that, and that's a fabulous trans, transformation to both experience and to encourage and come alongside and, and guide others to do that same thing. Yes, I'm going to want to ask you a few more questions about that in a minute. But this whole, when we first started today and I introduced you, the going from I have to to I want to, and then your story about having been in, a, in an environment where you're doing lots of translations. I mean, you're using your voice, in fact, but people are saying, oh, he's got a voice, but it's not your voice. You were translating the business language into technical language, but it really wasn't a message that you were meant to be here on earth to give. And somehow that moment when you looked into the mirror, and I'm thinking that a lot of people have those wake-up mirrors, luckily, it sounds like you didn't have like a heart attack or or some kind of accident. You know, a lot of people talk about having had an accident that then woke them up and they said, gee, I can't do this anymore. So I'm, I'm glad that that happened, that I was looking at yourself in the mirror and confronting truth and, oh, wow, seeing truth come back at you with the, oh, I don't want to. And then the but what else? <laughs> so that that moment, but what else? And then your explanation of the transition and being in the messy for a while, in the middle messy for sounds like some time. Mm-hmm. But what I also want to say is that I hear in the, well, what am I good at? I l- loved hearing you say, ask that question. And that's something I think listeners need to do is, what am I good at? If I'm looking for my message, what is that? And then, uh, your your original, hey, I'm going to go one place and listen, and then I'm going to translate it and put it in another place, feels like, well, you applied that to yourself in a way. Like, what is it that I want? And I need to translate it, and then I need to make it better. So that seems like what a pattern that you did earlier in life and you're only doing it now in a more personal way. Yeah, and that's that's an interesting observation as you were saying that back, my strong voice early on, I never thought of it as, as merely a translation. So it was it was a strong skill. Uh, and 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 so it was a skill that I knew that I could execute, but and I, I would try to bring my insights into things, you know, on you know, impact the the solution and that kind of stuff. But but you're right. Now it's the time of, and it's in one regard, I'm still doing a little bit of translation, but it's more of in the form of questions. So as I work with people, I'm drawing that out of them, and so they are. They are sharing their, that's their message. Their oh, I love it. I love what you just said, because in a way you're going to people and asking them the questions and you're listening, right? That's you're using that skill you had way long time ago, only you're doing it for what? The benefit of those of us out there that need to be listened and to actualize ourselves. So let's move into what exactly you are doing, unless you 
had something else you were going to say right there? No, this, you know, so what, what I'm doing right now, I would have to characterize as the greatest time in my life. And I am having the opportunity to sit down with people and ask them some questions and listen to them and draw them out. And one of the most fun opportunities I have is to um, do what we call a vision exercise. So think about where we meet two years from now, three years from now, and I haven't seen you and, and you, I run up to you and say, Hey, how are you doing? And you get to sit there and I want you to think about what you would dream to do and imagine that anything is possible. And, 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 and we talk and I, I start to allow them to say, what it is that three years from now that you would like, to, when we run in together, what would you like, like to be able to tell me about? What's your life been like? And, you know, at first it's, you know, it's like deer in the headlights. We don't get asked that question very often. But when you encourage people to say, no, okay, because first of all, when people tend to dream about what they think is possible, and I say, no, no, everything is possible. We are what we want to do. And then seeing people light up because it's been years and years since they've been able to dream, you know, it's it's almost hearkening back to what else did you want to do when you wanted to be an astronaut? And and you know, and, and getting back to that. And so taking people into, into that place of what could I, what would I do if I could do anything? And then, then we step back and say, why not? Let's take a look at that. And, and so the, the heart of, of the, the transformations that, that I am able to be a part of is this awakening of what's, what's, what am I meant to be? What, what's, what's my why? And then how do I achieve that? And that's, that, that, that to me is, is, uh, like I said earlier, this is just some of the best time in my life that I've ever had. Yes. Uh, the people who are listening, I just want to reflect back that Gary's face is so lit up and he's smiling. Uh, and it's just beautiful to watch his joy as he talks about what he does. So I'm saying that out loud because people can't, if they're listening, they can't see you. And what what I also notice about what you're saying is that it's not about what is your goal. Sometimes goals feel like, oh, you know, like climbing a mountain. What you just did, you know, is what is your dream and what is your vision? And it just felt like the universe opened up and there's just so much more expansiveness than I got to make it one step at a time to the top of the mountain. <laughs> that's that's my goal to get to the top rather than ooh what's my dream and it just feels so much more creative yeah and you know and, and the the fun part is when you have that vision you have that dream you still have to take steps but that's not the emphasis it's like it's like hurdlers uh track and field when they're running after the hurdle, they're not looking at the top of the hurdle. They're looking, you know, several feet beyond that. If they looked at the hurdle, they would be tripping over it. And so as we're looking at our vision, we are looking at, at, that, at that goal, you know, like what, not using the word goal. We're looking at our dream, looking at our vision. And these bumps along the way are there, but we're so focused at, that, at, at our dream, we can keep moving through and keep moving through. And we have the, the strength and the, and the persistence to, to keep going through those. The motivation, yes. You know, it's, it's like it's drawing us as opposed to us 
um, really plowing our way through <laughs> to it. So, well, Gary, I, we're getting near the end of time, and I want to see if there's anything else you want to say about what you do, how you, how we find you, how people can look you up. Well, there's two simple ways. If you're on LinkedIn, just look for Gary Wilkin. You know, spell my name out. We'll, we'll have links at the, at the bottom of this W-I-L-K-I-N, there I am. My company name is My Retirement Mission. Now, when I started that, I was thinking retirement. And now I, I would like to change it to Retirement 2.0. Retirement 2.0 is retiring from I have to to I want to. And, and uh, you know, and so that's, that's, and so if you go, I haven't changed the name, but it's still MyRetirementMission.com. But my goal is to help you go from I have to to I want to. And I've got a, um, a booklet up there that you can you can download. Uh, it's actually by Tom Ziegler, the CEO of Ziegler Corp. It's called Stronger. And the whole concept of Stronger is that even now we're still in the effects of, of COVID-19. They're going to go on a little bit longer than I think we all hope that they're still there. And so how do we make it through this these tough times? Well, we need to have the right mindset. mindset. You know, the stronger mindset says we can go through, there is hope. We all, first of all, it's based on we have hope and there's something we can do, we can all do together to grow through this stronger. And so that is a, uh, uh, a book that I would really love to share for you just to take through. It has a, a, a worksheet, some worksheets in it to help you kind of work through this mindset. And when we have the mindset of, of growing through and growing stronger we can take on anything and that's and that's the the thing i would uh, love for you to to come up and upload and take a look around great I, i'm sure people will because i we all have the need right now to have that particular kind of mindset to grow stronger as opposed to anything less than that. And I appreciate you offering that to us. Thank you. Any, any last word, Gary? Um, I think that the, the thing that the one thing to remember is that we have the power to choose. Our future is based on our choices today. And so the power to go from I have to to I want to is a power of choice. And that choice is totally, the power is totally in your hands. And, and that's that's the thing. We, we have what we need to choose. Mm-hmm. As, as you said in the beginning, or I said in the beginning, transform our lives one simple choice at a time. Thank you, Gary. Well, thank you, Julie. Thank you for being with us today for this episode of Find Your Voice, Change Your Life. Each person during interviews shares what has helped them find their voice. You can learn from these guests and find your voice so you can be confident to speak up and speak out. And remember to download Doreen's free seven-step guide to fearless speaking at Doreen7steps.com. We hope you enjoyed the show and will return next time. Until then, goodbye for now.